0: Well, hello, it's Thursday, it's May 3rd, today's exactly seven months I've been doing this. If I sound weird, I'm in the kitchen, but I'm gonna cook, because I just got home, and I'd be hungry, and you know I love to cook. Um, Dude, so, <laughs> I always feel like I don't have anything to talk about, because still not dating or flirting with anybody, very boring. Definitely not really open to the whole, like serious dating thing, but like, down to go maybe on a date? I don't even know if I'm there yet, but I'm down to flirt, like I'm really good at it. (laughs) That sounds like an asshole. So, let's talk. So I just poured the stiffest fucking drink, which is just a glass full of Hennessy, but I would kill for a fucking beer right now, but I'm trying not to drink beer. And as you know, I'm not smoking weed. I haven't smoked weed in about two weeks. May, yeah, may, I honestly don't even want to know. So I was talking to my girlfriend yesterday, and we used to smoke mad weed when we were young together. But that's when weed was cool. Like, okay, I'm gonna tell you some truth. The fucking shit out there. Okay, so y'all knew I was smoking this vape called God's Gift. I've mentioned it before, but you know, just little like home chilling, like just trying to chill. But one night I was cooking. I was like, I'm gonna get. Like, let's get after it, right? So, I hit this thing, and I'm cool, and then all of a sudden, I'm in my fucking- I'm fucking tripping balls. Like, I don't even know what the fuck's happening. I, <laughs> don't judge me or judge me, I don't give a fuck, but this is the truth. I I put my Fitbit on because I'm like, dude, I gotta check my heart rate. Like, I'm about to come out of my fucking skin. Like, I hopped in the bath. Weird shit. Got over that. Haven't smoked since. Don't really want to. I mean you can give me some flour and a paper and some bama weed and I'm like cool with that right now. But I'm just trying to chill off some of the substances and see if I'm still as fucking hilarious when I'm sober, I'm sober as I can be at the moment in my life. So <laughs> So that's kind of why I'm not smoking weed at the moment. But it's good, because it's kept me a little clearer. It's keeping me a little bit more focused. And I only smoked when I got home from work or whatever, or like chilling on a weekend. But honestly, I feel like I look younger, so I'm like all fucking for it. I'm like, damn, like, I'm good. But it also could be a lot of other changes in my life, but I'm just gonna go with that one. So yesterday, sorry I'm in the spice cabinet, but I'm coming back. So yesterday, I got pock in my ears, I'm walking up. We have like this foyer kind of bush and I see this fucking bird. And the bird's not moving, but the bird's standing. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on with this fucking bird, right? So me, here's a little thing about me, I rescue shit, then he's rescuing. <laughs> Could be what's part of my dating life problem. Not that I rescue dudes, but anyways, we can maybe figure this all out together so the bird has obviously hit the side of the building there's feathers everywhere he's standing he's not moving so i get a little close. he's letting me get as close as i fucking want so this fool is fucked up there's feathers everywhere his left side looks like his eye like um God, when I'm lost for words, that means I need to do something about it. So his left eye is ruptured. It's fucked up. His neck looks a little fucked up. His beak's fucked up. Every, this bird is fucked, right? So I call my grandma and I'm like, oh my God, there's a bird. What do I do? What are we doing? So I called the wildlife um, rescue place here in San Jose, cause I may have taken some other creatures there before. And yes, they were baby squirrels and I, can't even get into that story. So, mind you, it's a fucking pigeon, but I don't care. This fool is injured, needs help, and I'm all for it. Because, let me tell you, here's the story. I call the Wildlife Center, they're like, you know, if a bird hits a window or whatever, it usually takes them about 45 minutes for the shock to wear off. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check on this fucking bird every three minutes Out, I'm cooking dinner. I can check on the bird, no big deal, right? So I'm checking on the bird, and I keep noticing people are fucking with the bird, in a sense, like trying to get close if it's gonna move, whatever, so I go down and I tape signs to the sidewalk, because that's totally normal. Thank God my brother left painter's tape here, because I don't know if scotch tape would have done it. So. I'm down there, I'm putting these signs down that say, pretty much, leave me the fuck alone, I'm trying to get my shit together, right? Fucking poor bird. So, my roommate's home now and I'm cooking dinner and she's like, like, she's in this now because I'm like, I'm not leaving that fucking bird. Like, I won't be able to sleep. She's like, do you want me to check on the bird? I'm like, yeah, that would be really good because she knows like I'm, I'm invested in this bird now. So, we're talking three hours this bird is straight standing, chilling. So I'm like, okay, we've got to do something. They're saying to bring him to um, someplace, and then the wildlife place will pick him up in the morning. Mind you, I've been drinking wine. So I'm not about to hop into the fucking car to drive a pigeon anywhere. So I'm like, here's the plan. We're going to put him in a fucking box. Because the wildlife center's like, okay, now... He's probably freaked out. His heart rate's tripping balls and I'm like, oh my god, this just happened to me. Like, I get it. So, I'm like, I'm going to get this fucking bird. He feels high like I did that night and he needs help. So, gloves on, light kitchen towel, another little towel, uh, an Adidas box, roomy. And we're down there and I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna rescue this bird. It took me, uh, I don't know, 10-ish, 10 minutes to really... Put my hands on the bird. Mind you, I had gloves on and I put the dish towel over him and I'm like, I'm going to save your life. Now this fucker, wings are going. He can't fly, but he's got some fight in him. So I'm like, oh, this is my fucking bird. Like, I love this guy. I get him upstairs. No, I didn't leave him in my house. I put him on my balcony, got a bunch of plants and some furniture. So I kind of tucked him back so he would kind of feel safe. And I took the lid off and I let him chill. And I checked on him every 45 seconds out the window. I mean, my roomie's snapping or whatever, you know, kind of making fun of me, but also in it. So let's just put it that way. So we're on this bird mission. I have now named the bird because he's now a part of my family, cause y'all know I want to have a gang. And now he's in my gang and I'm like, cool. At least he's like somewhere where nobody's gonna fuck with him. And nature's gonna take its course and this fool's either gonna pass gently through the night or he's gonna be gone and he flew away because he's a gangster. Like he lives at my house now like 100%. And I was like picturing him coming back and like it weird shit happens to me when I'm sober. Like I even think crazier. And by sober? A couple glasses of wine was nothing. So anyways fucking burn man. So I got up super early this morning because I'm like oh my god there's a Fucking bird who's like miserable out there, right? Or he's gone or he's dead or he's alive and he's flopping around and he just got used to being blind. Because that fool was blind in his left eye for sure, and I think that's why he's super fucked up. So we start we did our workout and I'm like, okay, well obviously can't just fucking leave this bird until either he passes away or whatever. Like, I had left water and shit. Don't make fun of me. My grandma's like, well, make sure to give him some water. And she's like, do you have any seeds? I'm like, what the fuck? No, I'm gonna give this full water. I did give him popcorn. <laughs> because we had some white cheddar popcorn. I don't know, pigeons might be into that shit. Don't they eat, like, whatever? A lot of people called him a rat with wings, which was really rude, because he was hurt. So, anyways, this morning I'm like, fuck, right? Cause the Wildlife Center is only about 10 miles away from my house, but they don't open till 9, and then I'm traffic, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, okay, cool. I had a client at 10, but then I had a break, and I was like, I'll just swoop back and I'm gonna take him. Well <laughs> I wish I, I almost wish we had video cameras in this house because shit's pretty funny, especially tonight, because I know it's t-shirt time for my roomie. So I get home and I'm like, fuck, I gotta touch this bird again, or you know, make sure to get the lid on. I gotta put a towel over, like I just can't scare him, but I gotta, like, I'm gonna get up in this fucking shit right now, right? So, I need to take a sip of this drink. One moment, please. Whew, I'm drinking that XO again, which is lovely, but I fucked with some Kelt, Kelt Cognac, uh, this last Saturday, it was a dope-ass place. I think I told you guys about it, but again, I don't even know what day it is half the time. Shit was jamming, and I really would like it shipped to my house because I like everything shipped to my house. So, anyways, I'm like, I gotta get this fucking bird in the box. I got the gloves on. I got the dish towel again, mind you. I need to buy some more dish towels. Jesus, they're just going to the birds. So, yeah, I'll take some dish cloth and some kelp cognac, please. So I get this fucking bird. I get the thing over the the light towel over him. And this fucker goes nuts. Like, he's a gangster. He's 100% like, cool, like, I appreciate you, but I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, I'm not trying to do whatever. And I'm telling him, like, we're cool, I'm gonna get you some help, whatever. I get him in the box. Painter's tape again. Thank you, brother. I had to fucking tape that lid shut. He had holes, he could be fine, but super... Scared he's gonna pop out in the car and like attack me. Now, this pigeon wasn't no little tiny pigeon, this bull was fucking huge. Trust me, sometimes I question what I do myself. So, finally get him in the box. I'm driving with a fucking pigeon in a thing, driving 10 miles away, and at the whole time I'm like, oh fuck, am I gonna get the bird flu? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, but I'm like, oh my god, can't leave him, he's suffering, gotta help him. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna get him somewhere, it's gonna be cool. So I get him there and they take him right away and they say, oh yeah, he's cool. Like, I think he's in shock again, but you can call, it, he's a pigeon. And I'm like, I fucking know he's a pigeon. I got super defensive about Dos, which I named him after Adidas box he was in. So I'm like, I fucking know he's a pigeon, dude, but he's living in Britain. And they're like, no, no, we're just confirming what he is. And I was like, oh, okay, like all fucking, don't talk about my bird. So the bird is there. I have his patient number and I can check on him uh, in 24 hours. Now, the reason I'm telling you this story is because while this is all happening, so I found him yesterday about 4.30, it's 7.30 today, I took him in at 11. Now why I'm telling you this is because I have my entire fucking family invested in this bird. I'm, my grandma called three times, my mom's texting me, I got my sister and her girlfriend on a group text, like, oh my god, this bird, and I'm, I just, I don't know what to do, and we're gonna save its life, now, how fucking, th- I think this is where community and networking and importance comes in for me, because, it's a fucking pigeon. Like I get it, there's a billion of them and they're everywhere, but this fool was fucked up and I took him under my wing, hey bird. And I, the thing is, is could you imagine if it's anything else that's even more, but my fucking family rides so fucking hard. My sister and her girlfriend are like, oh my God, you're so awesome, Is how's he doing? What's going on? My grandma's checking in, my mom's like, oh my God, is he at the center? Cool, like let me know, like let me know when he gets in the box. Like everybody's invested. And I'm talking, that shit's cool. Like, there's a communication, it's some real life shit. It's not that big, but we are all on the same fucking team. Just like, we're gonna rescue this bird. They're all calling him by his goddamn name. (laughs) I do have a tendency to name things. I have two plants in my house, and yes, they have names. I don't know why that's so weird. They're living, and if you talk to them, they're really happy. I have a fucking orchid that would blow your mind, and that thing's been bloomed for six months. You get yourself an orchid and see what you can do, okay? So, you know, it's 5 o'clock, a couple hours ago. My grandma texted me, has it been 24 hours yet? Because she's already like, we got to see if this bird's alive. But I told her, you know what? That bird had some fight in him. And she's like, you know what? And we got a lot of hope. So that bird's going to be fine. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, grandma. That shit's tight. And um, I told her, you know, hey, he's either been euthanized and put out of his goddamn misery, which you know, I mean I get I don't know how I feel about the goddamn bird. One, it's like, okay, great, at least he's not suffering. Or that fool's about to get some serious care because I left a donation. So if you do wanna donate, you can hit me up. I totally have all their information, but it's the Wildlife Rescue Center in the Silicon Valley. And I don't think we think about those things, but there are creatures out there that do get ran over by humans and this obviously dumb fucker flew into a wall, but they need our help. And we are a community of humans, we are a community of people, and we can, should be able to do whatever we can. I just, that's how I think. So, if you can, even if you PayPal me or whatever, I'll fucking write a check. I don't care if you feel like, fuck yeah, that fool, they're taking him pigeons and saving them. Like, how big is your heart, you know? Like, and like, it's kind of like my family. Our hearts are all so big, it's like... I'm texting them at 7 o'clock at night that I got a pigeon on my fucking balcony like a weirdo, but they're all invested and that's just kind of how I like to ride for people because that's how we ride. And it's really, mind you, my brother was not part of that because he's definitely a gangster. I just don't know how he would feel about the whole pigeon situation because trust me, I wanted to call him like 80,000 times and ask him to pick up the pigeon. But I had to be a gangster to pick up the pigeon. And then this morning I was like, well maybe he would be like, he has such a big heart, maybe he would knock the pigeon out of its misery. And I know that sounds horrible, but fuck, the fool was suffering. And I was like, if we just shovel him one time, I'll give him like a little burial and he'll be all fine or whatever. But I took him and I will definitely update you about Doss because he's a gangster bird and he'll probably be back in my area soon. Cause he'll remember me because <laughs> That's how I like to think. So, back to how that ties in. So we went from marijuana tripping balls to a um, bird tripping balls to... I'm doing a lot of Hennessy cooking. And now we're on to community. So without this podcast, which is... You know, I still don't know what it is. It's went from these funny dating stories that I just can't give you now. Because I just can't fuck with the disappointment and the penis pics and the standing people up and the there's no commu- um, communication and maybe I'm just too too open or too into like you know I'm rescuing a pigeon and my whole fucking family knows about that and I know for some people they don't even talk to their family that often but I like to stay really connected and I like to network and I like to bring people together it's just who I am and I'm kind of Happy that this podcast has done that. Um, it's taken that turn because let me tell you, through this podcast, I met a woman that I have talked about. We met for dinner. Her name is Whitney. She's amazing. She's a fucking boss. She's got a big time job with little time to do anything else. Well, she does things, but you know. Today, I asked her a question about how she viewed the podcast in the turn because I needed some feedback for an email I was writing. And I don't listen. I just don't need to listen to myself because sometimes I talk to myself in the car about the crazy shit I do and that's how I prep for this. In my private studio car. So, which I wish I could record in some there sometimes because I'm fucking hilarious. Um, so she hits me, so I, she, I think I hit her up first anyways. She knows I don't really love texting. I don't have time to catch up through text. I will text you if you're like, hey, are we almost there? Are we going to dinner? Is this date cool? Great, all good. If we're setting up something, great. But if we're trying to get on the same vibe, I wanna know how the fuck you're doing. Do you know what we do? We send motherfucking voice memos. That shit is so tight for texting a friend. You get their voice, you still get that really short synopsis of whatever it is, but you get the emotion behind it, and it's, it's almost quicker than a text, because I talk a lot, I think, at this point, because I talk on a podcast, so I just kind of... Anyways, I don't fucking know what I am right now, because I'm trying to be on a different planet. I'm sorry, I have a text message. Um, so, what I'm saying is that my podcast has built a community for me, and I'm trying to expand it. I will network the shit out of, you got something you need help on, 100% I know somebody who knows somebody who can do something for you. I know some pretty badass, powerful people, and by powerful I mean they powerfully move things about. They make connections, they stay in the know, they they stay building and growing, and it's it, it's inspired me to do the same. Um, with Lamar, he, you know, he came into my life not too long ago, long enough, trust me, but it's, it's not a 10 year, 20 year friendship, it's a new friendship, but let me tell you, the inspiration that that guy can hand you will fucking blow your mind. He has a TED talk, and I put it up on Instagram the other day, and if you want the link for that, you're gonna have to DM me, because until I hit 10,000 followers, I can't fucking add a link to anything, but it will inspire you, it will... If anything, it triggers one thing that you're looking for or one thing you were um, needing to know or that one pivotal word or sentence. It was like, oh yeah, I can fucking do that then. I'm gonna get back on my shit. Whatever you're trying to do. And that's why I posted about the captain again the other night. His Dear Captain newsletter, it is $4.95 a month and you get about four to five newsletters. That shit will fucking open up your mind in some sort of way. He's a fantastic writer. People write into him and he responds. So he's a fantastic writer who's very grounded, who gives you a different perspective. And that is something I aim to be, is to give you a different view, to, exp- to expose you to something that maybe you didn't know. And that's what I feel like Lamar did for me. And now I have the captain who did that for me. I've been reading, I've binged the shit out of his articles, and in a sense, it changed my life. Because he was telling me what I already knew, but I needed to hear it. And it was important to me. And I think that's important. And so if you subscribe to Dear Captain, and you send me the receipt, I will... um, I will send you a candle for my other boy who's out there fucking making a badass candle company in Napa. He's recycling shit, he's got those ace of spades bottles, he's doing all this crazy shit, and he's happy. Like, we all are here. We're all here together. And there's so much crazy shit in this world right now. Like. Sometimes I almost dumb myself down, which, is kind of, because I need to live in the moment. I need to rescue a fucking bird. I need to feel good. I need to tell people about my boy making candles, and I need you to watch Lamar's Ted Talk because it's good for you. It's gonna expand you. He was also in Sheryl Sandberg's book, Option B, and that's a great book if you've been grieving anything. Um, any sorts of, grieving comes in many, many forms. I've grieved, I've grieved, and I'm still grieving things, but it helps you. It sparks something inside of you when you join forces in some sort of community. Girl in the Valley is a fucking community, because I will respond to every DM, and I will talk to every single person, and if you need something from me, if you're like, hey, like, I'm a, this, and I need this, I might know somebody, and I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I have made it a goal in my life to know as many people as I can and to learn from them. And to bring them opportunities as well as them to give people opportunities. It's what I do. It's just what I believe in because look at how fucking cool it is. I have a badass friend who sent me some voice memos today about some cool ass shit. She made me feel good. She's a fucking gangster. And it's a good Thursday. Because I'm drinking Hennessy. And I'm not smoking God's gifts. Jesus Christ. And I'm back to my home pod. As you know, I was at my sister's this beginning of this week watching the dogs. So I'm back in my zone. And my zone is fucking dope right now. And I'm really excited for the podcast. Because there there's some things coming. And as long as they bloom and flourish as I... Envision, which I really don't know because I don't, I try not to get it too far ahead of myself anymore. Um, but with all this positive vibe going on, we're gonna get after it. I think that's my new one. I know I'm always like, gotta keep it moving, but besides keeping it moving, you gotta go get after it. So it's the part of picking yourself up and being determined to do whatever it is you wanna do. Shit's so simple. Like, I fucking. I slacked off on working out for some goddamn reason. I've been working out every day. I'm like, damn, I'm, a, you know, like, damn, I am strong. Like, I get this. Like, I can do this. And as long as you keep some sort of attitude, and we build this community, and we all support and help each other, there is hope for humanity. And, like, go rescue a dog or something. Adopt a dog. I don't know. I can't because I I can't commit (laughs) to (laughs) anything at the moment in my life. I'm going to commit to you. I'm going to commit to the podcast, like I said um, we're at seven months today, it's taking a, it's taking a turn, and who knows, I might have a funny dating story in the future, we never know what's gonna happen, but for now, we're just gonna fucking build a community, and we're gonna build ourselves from the ground up, and then, and then maybe we could date, if we have to, I'm just playing, but y'all know what I've been through, I don't even, I can't, especially, like, this fucking dude like we're just friends like we've had this vibe and it was a long time ago and he asked me to get a drink and I'm like yeah just tell me when like 100% I'll grab drinks with pretty much anybody just to f- have a conversation and see where it goes and learn something and no reply and it's two weeks it's like don't say dumb shit that's some fuckboy boy shit if you- say something and mean it just mean it and I know shit goes on but again I think I said last week, you know, introducing yourself to a server is really important because, I mean, yes, you're at a restaurant and you're getting service, but it opens up this beautiful connection where nobody, nobody feels any sort of way. So here's another one for you. I learned this. I learned a lot of things from my grandfather. Um, if you have a dinner reservation and you are going to be one minute late, call them. Let me tell you. You don't know what that restaurant looks like. If they're seeing if you're gonna show up, if whatever it is. You don't know if that hostess is standing there praying for you to walk in the door because somebody else is harassing them to get a table. People do some fucked up shit like poke sticks at birds that are fucked up. So if you keep everybody informed about the plan, and this goes with dating, everything runs a little bit smoother. Everybody's on the same track. You're driving to a restaurant and Waze says 501, and your reservation's at 5, guess what? You probably have to park. I don't, I always lift because I be drinking. But, you call them and you be like, hey, I'm on my way, my Waze just told me 501, and sometimes they just go, oh that's great, we have a, a, a 15 minute grace period, but let me tell you what you're going to get most of the time. Thank you so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Because, This service industry is under so much stress, it's unreal. It is unreal. So be nice. Be that person who isn't harassing some 20-year-old for a table. And that's all I got for you. 744 on a Thursday night. I'm gonna keep the HomePod real loud and the Hennessy real deep. Alright. I'm excited to hear some feedback. I'm excited to connect you to something if you need it. And There's the dear Captain, there's Rogue Candle Company, and there's Hop City. That fool touched me forever, talking about I inspired him to do something. So, network, know your people, be nice to your people, all will be well.